Welcome back to another episode of the Burning Leaf Podcast, the first one into the regular season that we'll be talking about the first two and a half weeks of what has happened uh, and what has transpired in the NHL. Talking about our main teams, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Calgary Flames, and the Montreal Canadiens, we'll quickly mention that. Joe's not on the episode today, but we will be talking about those three topics uh, in depth. And first, I think it's only fair we throw to Russo here for what we can call a lackluster start to the flame season at best. Um, Russo, you could get us started. We know who's been dogging it to start the year. We know who's been pretty good for the flames this year, but overall, what has happened in this first two and a half weeks for your team? Look, this is the start we all expected, right? We didn't expect them. To, I, I, I said second wild card, but I also said wouldn't surprise me if they just were terrible. It's been status quo. It, it doesn't feel any different from the from last season. This feels like game 87 for going back to last year. It's the exact same. Um Huberto. You can just go read my article on the wind column about him. Same with Kadri. Um, but they've like they've been their worst players. Like bar none, their worst players. Kadri, I thought, played had a, actually a solid game last night. Still not good enough. He has one point in what is it, seven games now? Huberto's got four and seven. So I saw people saying, Oh, Huberto's been okay. It's like, no, he hasn't. Uh I, I wrote uh on Huberto. He ranks, I believe, right now for Corsi four percentage and Corsi four relative percentage, he ranks twelfth and thirteenth on the Flames roster. So not the worst. But he's also mid-pack. Not good enough. Kadri, on the other hand, he ranks dead last in Corsi 4 percentage and Corsi 4 relative percentage. He's, I think he's either dead last or second last to Adam Ruzichka, um, who has at least scored a few. Um, they've both been awful. And I... I, I don't know. Everyone, the the, the storyline going into the year was, oh, well, the vibe's different. Everyone's happier. Daryl's not around. This, 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 and that. It's the same team. Heroes look the same, like I said. And nothing has changed. The only thing that's changed, they can't defend. And and this is what I, I saw. It's like, at least with Daryl, when Daryl was here, he understood the situation. He knew, hey, at least going into last year, we're not scoring much. We're not going to score. So what are we going to do? We're going to lock it down defensively, and we're going to hope to win every game 3-2-2-1. Because he knew, hey, look, we're probably not going to score as much as the year prior. So at least defensively last year, I believe they ranked top 10 or top 5 in every single on-ice defensive metric except for goaltending. They got goaltending last year. They win the division. That's how like bad the goaltending was. If they'd got any kind of goaltending from Markstrom or Vodar last year, they probably, they're in the playoffs 100%, right? And then, you know, maybe you can win around playing like that. I don't know. But now this year, they're getting actually quite decent goaltending from Markstrom. He's been good. But they can't defend in their own end. They're running around like it's nobody's business, and then they can't score. So it's a major recipe for disaster when you're not defending well, but then you're also not scoring. They scored a minute into the they scored a minute and a half into the game last night. And that was it. 
it, it shouldn't be that Michael Backlund, Blake Coleman, and Andrew Mangiapane are your best line every single night. That's what you're paying Hubert L ten to half million for. That's what you're paying Kadri seven to be, to be for. Um, you want to know how many different line mates Hubert's had seven games into the year? Sure. So game number one, Lenholm Dubé or his line mates. So that's two. Halfway through that game, they put Mangiapane on that line. So there's three. They gave that line a go for a few games. And then I believe it was at the end of the Columbus game, they put Coronado on the first line. And then the game Detroit, it was Huberto, Kadri, Dubé. And then last night, it was Huberto, Lindholm, and Sharon Govich. How, like, how many different line mates do you want, Jonathan? I don't know. I, I've... Look, I understood this team probably wasn't going to be very good, but the thing that pisses me off is now they're trying to double down on how mediocre they are. They're signing Hannafin. Like, they're going to sign him. And odds are, they're probably going to sign Lindholm too. To ridiculous deals. You have Zadorov yesterday coming out talking about how but like that's one games, thing I wanted to say. We're six games in, and Zadorov's already talking about how the, the lack of commit and you have to hate to lose. Like we're f- seven fucking well, games into the year. You missed dude. a part of that. Um, the thing about Daryl. Daryl's not here. Well, no, he said players All are the, playing for themselves, not yeah, the team. <laughs> that's a direct shot at ninety-one and ten. Direct shots. We're seven games in. And we're already hitting the panic button like this. Well, and Thomas too. Or <laughs> remember, like when the certain flame center was on the Leafs, right? And there was like, oh, he's a little selfish potentially, but like it was always kind of okay. Uh, such a puck Kadri. hog. Actually insane. He's such a puck hog. Like this guy just skates. Like doesn't pass. He goes to. The Avalanche tells everybody to kiss his ass. He won the cup, so you can't knock him for that. He was great. He was great in Colorado, though. Yeah, like, he was great because he had like great players around him. But goes to Calgary, he got his money, and man, like, is he even a two C? Is he even like? I haven't seen him at all. Well, yeah. Well, like to be fair, like okay, so like last year he had that unbelievable start. Unbelievable. He had a. He had a phenomenal uh, start to last year. And then after the All-Star break, he kind of tailed off. And he, we remember we talked about that Chicago game where he single-handedly cost him probably a playoff spot. Yeah. Um, and it just it's carried over into this year. I like the emotion he showed the other night against Columbus. He fought Cole Sillinger. I think he had just had enough. Like I said, I actually thought he had a quite solid game last night. He was getting opportunities. It just wasn't going in. But again, one point in seven games, it's like, buddy, like, you need to get going at some point or another. Um, and like I said, they're they're going to do something stupid. Like, Hannafin, they're probably going to sign. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if somehow, some way, they lock in Lindholm. Like, uh, and, and I'm sorry, but Dustin Wolf has to be on this team. Like, enough is enough. Like, Vladar hasn't been good in the starts he's gotten. The, the Calgary Flames are the only goddamn team in the league that would willingly 
have the AHL back-to-back goalie of the year slash MVP and say you're in the minors willingly. I mean, like, look at the look at our team. We're in a similar situation with a young goalie. Both are American, right? Yeah, but at least uh, Wool's playing. Like, like, yeah, look at this. Wool just said, "Okay, this job is mine now." And the, and the thing like, is, okay, it, I guess but it like is. Wolf outplaid Vladar in training camp. Yeah, yeah, and they have. And they still said they were like, "Oh, well, we don't want to lose Vladar for nothing." Who you cares if you lose? Like, you who cares if you lose him for nothing? You get a fifth round pick back. Who the fuck cares? You're telling me like Tampa Bay wouldn't be jumping the, all over that right now? I uh, well, if they were, they it would have happened already. Exactly. But he makes but he makes two point two on the cap. It's a little bit you have to do a little bit of cap gymnastics, but like you're you're fucking telling me you can't put that guy on waivers and just who's picking him up? Who needs a goalie that has cap space? I think teams need a goalie. I think teams don't have the cap space. That's the thing, but like who who's a team that has two million dollars just in random cap space to bring in a guy who was has been sub nine hundred for the last two years now? Probably, I don't know, the Blackhawks. Great. Take a bike. I'd rather have Dustin Wolf on my team. And it, it's 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 absolutely insanity. It's nuts. Um, but whatever. Uh, Rasmus Anderson suspension, fucking stupid hit. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. The why, why did it like, why did they appeal? Like, what? Because they wanted him to play in the Heritage Classic. Which I mean, I can kind of understand, but also like, don't make a fucking dumb hit. Mm-hmm. Like okay, the good thing is, it does this set a precedent now for the rest of the league? Rask gets four games for that hit. We've seen much worse things get two, and that's why I was convinced he was getting two. I thought he was getting two, but they gave him four. So I really hope if there's another dumb fucking stupid hit like that at some point this year, I hope they go with that because I just deserved yes. Did I find it ridiculous that they actually gave him four? Also, yes. But it it is what it is. He's going to be over the Heritage. They appealed it, whatever. But it also looks like McDavid's going to be over the Heritage, too. So I guess that's kind of a good thing. At least the Oilers are doing well, bad, too. <laughs> yeah, the Oilers, man. At least they've been bad, too. Man, if you Thank go up the, if you just go up the highway a little bit, the Oilers are probably, although with talent, probably the bigger mess in the Flames right now. Nah, I don't think so. McDavid's injured. We'll if they see have what dry if they have a, do. If they have a goalie, then they're probably winning games. But they Man. don't really have a goalie. Jack Campbell's not been good, and neither is Stuart Skinner. But Has Jack Campbell gotten worse since last year? No, I think he's like, been how okay, do you... but the Oilers have also been a little bit of a mess. I don't know. I haven't really watched much of their games. Apparently last night he played really good. It's just the Oilers were terrible in front of him. I don't know. I watched but, that game. He didn't play good at all. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's what I was. That's what I, when I was watching the last five minutes on the broadcast, one of the guys was like, oh, yeah, Campbell's had a good game. Just the world has been crap in front of him. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, I don't know. Slack. I, I kind of want to be slacking for Macklin right now. What, at what point are we calling a team tank? Russo, can you October? can you can you get into your head? You're never you gonna get it. the first overall pick ever. Your franchise no, will never not. get it. No, the highest they've ever Stop picked was four. No, the highest they've do... ever picked was fourth overall. And even that one didn't turn out well. Your GM's he, not smart enough to make that decision. 
No, I don't think it's Conroy. I think it's ownership. Yeah, I'm with I think Conroy. I think Conroy knows what they should be doing, but ownership is just like no. And I, I would love to know if there was different ownership in here if they'd let him. But I don't think they they don't want him to tank. Even though I think ninety five percent of the fan base would welcome that, and they would be happy about a tank, yeah, about like, a rebuild. Just do what the Rangers did: two years of pain. Yeah, but the Rangers also signed Artemi Panarin, and they, they also got back-to-back years of first and second overall picks. Lucky out of their ass, they did right. Like but, and, and and like, come on, let's be honest. The Rangers being good is not because they tanked. The Rangers being good is because they signed Artemi Panarin, Chris Kreider turned into God, and Igor Shostakovich like the best goalie in the league. That's why the Rangers are good. It's not because of Alexi Lafreniere or Capo Caco. Oh, Rangers no, didn't really did rebuild. They kind of just, and they got Adam Fox. <laughs> because Adam Fox, the only team in the league he wanted to sign with was New York. <laughs> so they, here's a Norris winner, here's a Vesna winner, and here's a top winger in the league. Right? Yeah. Like, it wasn't My really because of their rebuild. It was more like if they were just open with the people of Calgary. We're like, hey, new rink in a couple years. You don't want to open the rink and be shit because that's what's going to happen. That's what I said in the hmm. summer. It's like they should have. Toward, and like they had a perfect opportunity at the draft. Seven UFAs could have moved all of them, decided not to, right? <clears throat> like they could have been bad for three, four, five years. By the time new new rink opens, you have this fresh new young blood in the lineup, ready to go, ready to try and dominate for a decade, right? But no, like they'd rather be this mediocre, old, slow ass team. I, I, I hope at some point Lindholm just as I'm not signing, so they have to move him. And and that's it because like you can get I I still think regardless you can get a good return on Lindholm regardless. It is yeah the team's stupid again we're seven games in am I blowing out of proportion maybe but we've seen that I've seen this script for a year now it's the same team so um do be continued but you can also just read up on the win column and releasing something every week and as of right now it hasn't been very positive so <laughs> um. Yeah, moving on. The Leafs, they've had an okay start, four and two. Um, again, you're six games in. I don't think it's the end of the world if whatever, but uh, Thomas has alluded to it a few times. They can score, but defending really isn't their strong suit. So mm-hmm. I'll give you guys, you can go into that. Yeah, it's a weird start to the year because you start off with two back-to-back hatchets from Matthews, then he goes pointless and goalless in the next, I believe, three games. Um, and then he scores yesterday versus the Washington Capitals, who are we're going to get to, but they're an awful team. Um, the Leafs just a weird start. Like goal scoring, there's there defense. It's not some players that they signed in the offseason haven't really showed up yet, which is it's not concerning yet. But it's it's like what like we just signed you for like money to fill out the problems we had the last couple of years. You're kind of doing nothing right now. Uh, nice well, broke out who, that who Tampa particular. Game. Well, Bertuzzi, Domi, all the guys, Klingberg, <laughs> like they've done really nothing. Klingberg's been good on the power play defensively. We knew he wasn't going to be good, and uh, he's definitely not good at all in the defensive zone. On the power yeah, play, you can't exactly, complain. That's exactly the, the thing that we talked about. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. he's going to be fine offensively probably on the power play, but everywhere else he's kind of going to be a black hole, right? Yep, I agree. Um, with Bertuzzi and Domi, it's a little, little worrisome just because like, playing with Matthews and Martyr, man, like you should have more than I think Bert- two points. Bertuzzi is <laughs> the one I'm giving uh benefit of the doubt. Cause he's clearly hurt. Like preseason. He was fine on that line. 
they were clicking, but now that it's into the season and he seems to have an injury and it's not there. So I'm, I'm going to assume once that heals up, he'll be fine. Yep. And their starting goalie is now Joseph. Hull. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, <laughs> yeah, He's been uh, pretty good. <laughs> Made the saves last night that like we talked about uh, Samson off and it's, Oh, if he made that save, the Leafs could win, right? Or uh, you can't let in that goal. Whereas a lot of the stuff that Wool did last night against the Capitals, a lot of cross-team passes, and it was, well, you didn't need to make that save, but you did. You found a way, and he was making the stuff that uh, Samsonov wasn't making at all. And... Yeah, like he's he's the number one goalie right now, and I don't think anybody really expected that, did they? Like, just what we're six games in. I thought maybe like at some point down the line. <laughs> yeah, not six <laughs> games in. Not six games in, because I mean, like this team can't play defense. No offense. That whole team defense thing. We've been preaching the last year or two under Dubas. I think Tree Living walked in here and was like, nope, out the window. It's gone. And it seems to have hurt Samsonov. I don't know what the what Klingberg's doing half the time. Uh, Russo. Tom, if you could scratch a person for the whole game and just play them in the power play, it's Klingberg. <laughs> like, man, what do you do? What are you doing? Why did we need that first off? Morgan Riley existed. I still don't get that signing. When Matt Dumba was there for the same money. For less money. For less money. Somebody that like you wouldn't have had to trade Sam Lafferty. Um, yeah. Somebody who would have at least like cleared the front of your net. <laughs> blocked a shot. <laughs> done anything. John Klingberg's just Russo, like you said, black hole. Then I don't know if he was always this way in Dallas or if just Anaheim broke him. Well, the, lo- <laughs> well, the last few years in Dallas, he was pretty piss poor. It's I remember, like, I remember watching that playoff series, and he was like, when the Flames played them, it was like, whoa, like, what the fuck happened to this guy? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then, and then I think in Anaheim, it wasn't a case of like he's on a bad team, it's like he's a bad player on a bad team. Yeah, and it's showing. Yeah. Right? yeah, that was the case of Klingberg, and he went to Minnesota and didn't get better. The only thing I have to add on the Leafs is I swear to God, if I have to see another fucking Ryan Reeves quote on Instagram or Twitter, whatever it is, I'm gonna lose my mind. Oh, I love Revo already, man. I buddy, this guy really? is talking all this it. shit, and like, wasn't he? Was he not brought in to be like to protect these guys? And then Nylander gets run over by Kulikov, and he's just sitting there like. <laughs> like, <laughs> <That's a shift. laughs> like 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 what and, and then the this guy's ta- good for you like he's what you're about to do fine. <laughs> no. but like he's like and then he's talking shit about Corey perry it's like buddy that guy's gonna be a hall of famer like i had more points probably in one year than you've had your whole career like it's like it's like the fighting game 
people talk shit during the fight to build up the momentum for the fight. Yeah, but meeting. like he's just, that's what like, Rigo does. Like he's done that his know, whole but, career. But why <laughs> is he getting out of proportion every day? It's just blown out of proportion because we're in Toronto. Day. We're in Toronto. What do you think? I don't know. He's a, he's he's shit though. It's like that's the only thing. Shit. I, I love him though. No, like even the because like you could fight, you could throw hits, you can do what Reeves does. Also, a reminder: he makes one point four million for the next three years. Yeah. Um, but like, the first two games were fine, right? He threw a hit and fought somebody, and then the court, and then Corey Perry walks in here, and they're talking shit, and Reeves is looking like he's gonna throw hands, and he's talking his shit, and what does he do? Corey Perry goes out and scores the game-winning goal. Reeves does nothing. What do you do here? And I think it was either the next game or the game prior. You're supposed to be there to back up the rest of the team. Uh, Noah Gregor threw a hit. Was going to have to fight for it. That's the perfect time to put out Reeves. And then what do you do? You let Noah Gregor lose the fight. The dude has three career fights. What are you doing? He's supposed to be there to back up the team, and he wasn't. And he hasn't done anything since. So yeah, I I guess the the only I guess aside from the reason, the only thing I got is yeah, they're a pretty piss poor defensively team. <laughs> um, but like I don't know, I think over the year, like things hopefully would get better. You'd hope. The only thing I think you worry about is Giordano's like pushing forty. He's not the player he was a few years ago. Klingberg still tries, man. Defensively. I know. Like, I give Gio all the credit in the world, man. Like, that guy goes out and he gives 110%. Yeah. I would still take him on. I was, if he was still a flame, I would still love if he was a flame. Like, right? I mean, like, he, he makes fucking, minimum, so he, I'm not. Yeah. You're like, better he's than fucking, another minimum. He's better than John Klingberg. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. And then, uh, uh, how's McCabe been? I feel like people have been not very happy with McCabe. Just blowing a proportion, Russo. Like it's just like, oh, we're gonna pick on a defenseman this year. That's the guy. Like, yeah. So it's not. It's no long. So have you guys seen the uh, the Justin Hall stat? Yeah. He's first in the league in plus minus. He's been scratched for like two games. <laughs> he had. I think he had on Sunday against the Flames. I'm pretty sure he had three points. They get three points. Yeah, three assists, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like hell, the Red Wings are off to a start. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Alex DeBrincat. Is good. Him and Larkin, it's almost man. like he's what a, a fifty duo. goal scorer who just didn't want to play in Ottawa, literally, or just had a one bad year and like everyone got on him. Like, imagine saying like sixty six points like is a down year for a guy who made like six million. <laughs> like, and now yeah, he's probably gonna score forty this year. Like, good for him. Um, forty, fifty. Nah, maybe he, he hasn't hit fifty nine. In his- yeah, well, like, so might not happen. Well, Didn't, another guy there was, that I might remember, hit 50 or so is uh, one of the guys that plays on the Toronto Maple Leafs, William Nylander. Um, yeah, I think he's been he's the least best player. Paid. Yeah, I think he's been the least best player. Yeah. He's actually going out there and trying. Um, he looks skating. great. Yeah, he's skating good, scoring. He has five goals this year. I believe he has 10 points, I think, too. Um, he's top what a five in scoring, I think. Contract year, man. He he looks like playoff. Beware Nylander the contract here. Yeah. Beware the contract here. Like, that's why they should have should have locked him up before. They just didn't want to. 
Like, honestly, what are you gonna, if he keeps this up, what are you going to have to pay him? Yeah, but honestly, Every I don't game think it's that, going up that much, though. Like, to be honest, like, he's from getting a league 10. standpoint. Yes, that, he's getting that's 10. what it is. But can the Leafs afford to give him 10? No. Yeah, I think so. No, that's the problem. I can't think they can. Because if you sign him to 10, Bertuzzi's gone next year. Yeah. Domi's They're gone, all gone anyway. which you probably don't care about. Mm-hmm. Klingberg's obviously gone. Like, yeah, yeah, you would have, like, sure, cap's going up, but you have to worry about the Nye's contract a couple years down the line. What are you doing in net with, you know, Samsonov's UFA? I know you got wool, but you got to still worry about there. Yeah, his paycheck, like, but then again, I've always said it. I'd rather overpay my stars than overpay my depth guys. I said it for years when Tree Living was in Calgary. It's like, mm. I just wish he would have gave Johnny Gaudreau the, nine million dollar deal i wish he would have gave matthew kachuk the 10 million dollar deal like as opposed to troy brower four and a half or james neal five seven five or i like blake coleman but even the blake coleman deal it's like these are deals that set you back just pay your stars your give your stars star money and then figure out the rest is tree living smart enough to do that i don't think so so but... you just ran through a whole bunch of examples of what rgm is has done in the past and it is not yes. indicative of what we need him to do well but to be fair he signed matthews he did what he, he did. did something in toronto what he didn't do in calgary he signed his star player right i still think about every day if they had just signed fucking johnny and matthew how different things are but that's a conversation for another day mm-hmm. that will forever haunt you yes i don't think that, like I don't know. I was talking to people about it. They're like, get over it. I'm like, I'm never going to get over this. I'm like, my yeah, two favorite players, like my two favorite players left in the offseason. Well, like, the only reason you sad. haven't got over it is because the Flames haven't been good since, right? Even if they were good, it's like, I don't know. Nah, I'd probably still rather Johnny and Matthew. I think if Huberto was playing well, you'd be like, okay, whatever now. Like, yeah, but I'd still rather have Kachuk. He was my favorite, I, my favorite I get player. Yeah. <laughs> Even Johnny, I'd be like, fuck, I still wish I had Johnny. Even though Johnny's had a little bit of a rough start. But. Hmm. Um, well, do you guys want to touch on the Caps? He's also in Columbus. Adam Fantilli's look good, though. We'll give him that. He's looked very good. Yeah. Um, do we want to touch on the Caps real quick? Matty Phillips. <laughs> Not good enough to crack the Flames' fourth line over the Ritchie brothers. But look at him in Washington on the top line with Ovi. Even I'm the Washington magic. sucks. He's doing I'm, magic I'm, there, I'm so. I'm, uh, I'm happy for Philly, though. It's actually so he scored his first NHL goal against the Flames last week. So we were in, so my, I was in the chat with the wind column and before the game started, I just said, Hey guys, uh, I guarantee Matthew Phillips scores and it's assisted by Sonny Milano. What happened? Mm-hmm. That exact thing happened. Russo, if you bet you'd be a millionaire. Yeah, really? Oh, I know. Or I'd be like broke, but yeah, probably, um, but, you know, but yeah, no, uh, Caps are bad. Just get over to that record. He scored his first last night. See, so. the problem with the Caps being bad is they're doing everything they can to get over the record. But to get him the it's... record, you need to be a good team. Mm-hmm. And they need to have a good power play. Do they have a power play goal yet? I don't know. Do they? they only, they've only I actually like don't know. This year. They don't. Uh, or actually, I don't. Know if the one they scored last night was on the power play? 
I don't I think, think it was. It, I, no, I think it was. Yeah, it was. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Great. So, 20, of course, 20, 20, 20 years later, teams finally figured out the Caps power play. And Ovi wasn't even on his spot. It was just in the like he was no, in the corner. I didn't see the goal. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, but yeah, they, they look like a 35-year-old plus team. And of old. course it was They're the second oldest team in the league behind Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh also hasn't looked too shabby either right now. Yeah, so. of course the two teams that we're talking about suck beat the flames. <laughs> Crosby Malkin still look good though. Yeah, so does Gensel. Malkins, oh, Malkins had a great start there, but mm-hmm. Brian um, Rust. Yeah, Riley Smith start. has been a good fit. So, see, like we're um, saying that with Pittsburgh, there's none of that with Washington. No, no. Sonny Milano's like, been like him and Dylan Strom, but okay, but yeah, like I don't think Strom. Poor I think Darcy, one point. <laughs> yeah, like poor, poor Darcy Kemper. Guy just I don't gets think hung poor, man. every he's, night. He's, I don't know, hung to dry. He had 17 shots yesterday. He didn't even stop. Oh, me. fair. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, the least had yeah. three goals on it was like eight shots. Yeah, it was like twelve shots. And Ovechkin <laughs> alone at that point had eleven. <laughs> yeah, that's and he had true. the penalty and shot. Like, I, I I saw the penalty shot. I'm like, this is much watch TV. And then he just did like a forehand backhand. I'm he like, sucks at penalty shots, yeah. man. Yeah, oh, he's, he's terrible. He's like Johnny yeah. Gaudreau. Gaudreau's been terrible at penalty shots in his career. Um. Anyway, do we want to get into players of the week? Before that, I just want to touch on the good teams in the league: Vegas seven and zero, Boston six and zero. Colorado six and zero, and the Detroit Red Wings five one and one. Yeah, all like Boston, man. They okay, <laughs> they're back. They're still good. What, so they lose Patrice Bergeron, and in comes Matthew Portis, or yeah. however you say that guy's name. Yeah, it's good. He's really good. <laughs> yeah, he's really good. Yeah, but, so so yeah, so the Bruins' downfall is just not happening. It's we all thought never maybe happen. No, yeah, even Colorado. Like I'm watching the game. Colorado's been like, great. I'm like, how They're are so you on good. the team? Like, you have Tatar, you have Wood, Drouin, like yeah. Colton. Like, they rebuilt yeah. their whole team, man. Like, they're good. Yep. And then Vegas. That's why yeah. I think the win division. They're still as good as ever. Seven and zero. Oh. Yeah, they look great. Um, yeah, and then Detroit, they look good too. No, a little bit of surprise there. Uh, anyway, we'll get into players of the week. We're running out of time a little bit. Um. Thomas, I'll start with you. Who do you got? Yeah, I got, I think the guy's the same height as me, Alexander Brinkett. He's been <laughs> a phenomenal ad for the Detroit Red Wings to start the year. Wasn't expecting that hot start to start the year for the Detroit Red Wings in his debut. Um, but him and Larkin, man, that whole power play for the Detroit has been cooking right now. And to Brinkett seems to be finishing all the goals there. And um, he looks like he wants to be, like, he looks like he found his home. But that's also like two and a half weeks, and we don't know what he's going to do for the rest of the season. But he looks like he's happy playing good. So, uh, to bring it for me, uh, yeah. So, for myself, I got the guy who's tied for the leading points in the league, uh, Jack Hughes, another four points last night. Uh, Tyler Toffoli hat trick, he's been a great fit there in Jersey. But yeah, what else is there to say about this Hughes kid? It's pretty damn good, and uh. He's fully here. He was here last year, but he's fully arrived now. He's that that game against the Islanders the other night. Holy shit! Like that goal he scored in overtime, disgusting. Yeah. Kid is good. Yeah, but the chance yeah, he like, had right before he scored would have been even. Oh yeah, grosser. Like, like dude, if he hits a hundred, like I don't know if it's gonna happen, but if it's hundred thirty points this year, like wouldn't surprise me. Like, Again, I don't know if it's gonna happen because only two guys have done it. In the last like 15 years, so 
They both play on the same team. Yeah, disgusting. Um, I got gonna go a little off the board here because Thomas uh, stole my Dupree Cat pick. Um, Joel Erickson Eck of the Minnesota Wild. Great start. Not not many people thought much about the uh, Wild. Just kind of that third spot in the division, but he ended up. He has five goals, four assists, and was it? I think it's only like six games played. It's almost a goal per game. Uh, yeah, he's yeah, six games doing everything right. Uh, I think he's on. Yeah, he's on the top line. The Wild Man, they're top six so far. Kaprizov and um, even like somebody like a Ryan Hartman. That top Hartman six had doing five really points well. last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so. Joel Erickson Eck, I've loved him for a long time, and uh, hopefully this is the year he can like really cement himself as one of the top centers in the league. Been good. He's been real good this third year. Uh, real. Eh, never mind. We kind of already talked about it, so it's all good. Uh, do you guys have anything quick left to add before we take off here? I was gonna think of something, but not not really. Um... Kale McCarr set the record for most points in as a D-man, like in the quickest fashion. He was the fastest 250 points. Another guy that's pretty good. Kale McCarr. Oh, yeah. And then that same night, Kopitar is now the games played leader for the Kings. That's right. That's a, that's a Hall of Fame right there. 1,257, oh, yeah. I think. Something high. Something high. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, yesterday, the Frozen Frenzy, I don't know if you guys watched that. That was actually pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> good job in the NHL. Job. I just still don't love how like the anthems take up like ten minutes. Is it still that? Like, did they still like delay the game? Yeah, they sort still. Of? Yeah. yeah, like the Ottawa game didn't start on time because they were doing a Craig Anderson. Yeah, and okay. then uh, fair enough. Columbus had a power outage, so they were delayed. Yeah. <laughs> they had to like switch ends. But it was actually yeah. it ran smooth that broadcast. <laughs> it was actually pretty good. Like it was. Yeah, they had Tilly had a nice goal last night. But, yeah, uh, I didn't get, a, didn't get a chance to watch it because the NHL was busy messing up other things. But yeah, yeah it seemed like a, it went pretty well. It's been a fun start to the year. Buffalo, can you guys get your shit together? Tage, can you get your shit together? Hey, uh, it was okay yesterday. Yeah, but like we need to be a little bit better. No, um, for sure. And my boy Sean Monahan, five points in five games. Love to see it. Yeah, great start for Monty. He looks. Yep. Like that, did you see the breakaway goal he scored? And a shorthanded one. Last week, score he, he flew through the middle and ripped the top shelf. I'm like, that is vintage Monahan. Yeah, I'm like, I'd rather have him than Kadri right now. And I also want to quickly mention for Joe's sake that Kirby Doc horrible injury. Feel bad. Oh for my him. god, I know. Yeah, that's that's not good. <laughs> no, um, that's uh, Cole Caulfield's kind of cooking right now. Suzuki's. <laughs> Um, Jake Allen for Vesna, man, that guy just makes 35 saves and just wins them the game. I think he's three and one this him. year. Yeah. The Habs are like three one and one this year. I think did they win last night? No, they lost the doubles. Oh yeah, yeah. So three two and yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, like, even for the Habs, like they've had a relatively. They always have a good start or not a good start, but like they're winnable games, and then they just fall off the earth because they everyone's injured. Yeah, Savitsov are now injured. Yeah, brutal, brutal. But um, yeah. Do you, is that you guys have anything else? All good. All good. And, uh, Heritage Classic on Sunday, Edmonton. Please don't rip our balls off. Um, yeah, so I was going to do it for this one. As always, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Brain League Pod. We'll see you guys in the next one.